You can hear me fine. Yeah, you look good, and you sound good. Digging the beard. I, oh, I got a oh, cut yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, it was kinda, like yeah. a good like two inches longer. It's always very shapely. It's nice and round. Yeah. It's not doesn't look all straggly, you know, like a yeah. hobo. Yeah, it was getting hoboish. That's why I was needed. Was it getting hoboish? Yeah. Yeah, and I um, wanted to cut it for my my costume yesterday. Oh yeah, you were s- yeah. like some murderer from a slasher movie or something. No, I was Steve Harrington from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, what was the picture that I saw? What did you see? Was it on Instagram? Oh no, yeah, that would have been Steve. You had a bat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't get the reference or whatever you put. I thought it was from some uh, something else. Yeah. Cool. That was a, that bat was legit. You made it. You, yeah, it you... was re- it was really sketchy. <laughs> like it was it's it was a fucking like dangerous. Bat. Yeah. 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 What would you do so with I, it afterwards? Well, so I had an old bat uh, that I cracked um using and you know it was it was uh, useless, but you know, to use as a baseball bat, but it was, I don't, I, honestly, I don't know why I kept it around, but it was for this exact moment to where I, um, I, yeah, got a bunch of nails that were about probably five inches long and I drilled through the back cause it would have been impossible to just nail them through. Oh yeah. And, I know how uh, long yeah. five inches is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it took me, probably a good hour to actually make the bat and then when i was done like i filed down the nails a little bit but they were still pretty pointy and yeah. uh, I, I took it out with me and chris and i passed out candy in front of her her um her, our store in the village uh where we live because the our downtown area shuts down and all the kids uh come trick-or-treating there for, for a couple hours during the mid late afternoon and we handed out candy and i had my bat with me and like immediately i'm like i shouldn't have brought this with like thousands of kids running around and I have this is a weapon dangerous. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, put it away. And that's, and it wasn't but that completes the, the character. I mean, you're yeah. not, you're not the character if you don't have, that'd be like uh, Negan without the bat. Yeah. You it know, wasn't like, an, yeah. It wasn't until then I was like, man, this thing is really sketchy. I, I shouldn't have this with me. And even later that night, I just left it at home because it was, I didn't want to be carrying that thing around and have an accident happen. What are you going to do with it now? You're going to hang on to the scary bat? Home protection. Intruders. Buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is, it is so sketchy. Like one hit would kill someone with that thing. It looks pretty crazy. Yeah. The picture I saw. It, yeah. it is gnarly. I was, and it's funny too. I was, I saw the picture and I was like, I, I didn't know if it, it, you couldn't, I couldn't tell if it was one of those bats you, you buy that's, that are fake and they're like rubber yeah. or whatever. No, it was one of my oh, old Louisville crazy. sluggers. Oh, oh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna keep that story in. That's a good little, that's a good bit. It was, uh, yeah, probably the most dangerous thing I've ever made in my life. Well, I mean, it's not that dangerous, <laughs> you know, it's in the right hands. Well, I suppose that's true. Yeah, it'll kill you. All right, well, what? what? What are we talking about here? What's going on? Let's do the podcast. You want to do the podcast? Yeah. Okay. You need any warm-up? I think we're good. No, okay. Okay. Here we go. Fellow world and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. 
I am your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month, my very special guest is the one, the only, Matt Bandy. How you doing, Hello, Matt? Hello, Curtis. Oh, wow, wow, you're bringing the energy right off the bat. This is good, yeah, I love know, it. Yeah, you always have your, uh, your special intro, so I wanted to kind of give it back to you. I love it. That was great. Thank you. It's been a while yeah. since we had you on the show. When was the last time we had you on? Um, was it last March? The March Madness. Was it the yeah? Well, wait. Yeah, because that was the one that that uh, Kevin buried on Mars was on. Right. And I uh, I thought bracket. I was only going to be on like call for just like a a little second and talk, but I ended up being on the the whole show. It was great. But I think. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun one. I think that, yeah, that was definitely the last one that I was on. So this is either my third or fourth time being on. I think it's my third. I think it's your third as well. Yeah. I could be wrong, but you're... Uh... No, it is my fourth. It's your fourth? Yeah, because I did the Donkey Kong. Yep. No, I didn't do the Donkey Kong. We did the... Uh, um, I said yep, but I'll be honest, I don't remember either. No, you didn't no, do Donkey it, Kong. No, no, no. That was the very first. I was on the second episode. It was the um, no. You were on the third Grand, episode. Grand, Grand, that was Grand number Death three. Auto. That was number three. Yeah, and then I uh, did the uh, um, the uh, the one. What was the the Capcom classic where we played all those games? Oh, the CC Portable. That was the Advent Calendar one for yes, December. Yes, that was in that one, and then the. Uh, and then the uh, March Madness, and now this one. So it's four. Oh man, you're a you're a CC portable staple, dude. We figured it out. Yeah. Well, glad to have you back. Glad to have you here. I'm excited to talk about this game. This has been a game that's been a long time coming. It's been on a lot of polls. It's been on every Halloween poll, and it might have been on some other polls. And it finally won this year in in season three. And that game is nine nine nine. That's what we're here to talk about today. Nine 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 persons, nine doors, nine hours. Some combination of those three. I forget the. Uh, but anyway, that, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Uh, isn't that what I said? Yeah, that's what you said. Okay, great. So yeah, that's Maybe. what we. I don't know. That's what we played this month, and I. It's been a game that I had in my collection for years. You know, I heard lots of good things about it. Yeah, same same here. I bought this with the intention that it would probably be a CC portable game, and. Um, specifically didn't play it until it was it was voted on i knew i had it in my back pocket for quite a while actually that's good yeah, yeah. well me too i mean we're in the same boat pun intended oh <laughs> that would have gone over my head all right all right that's a good one though that's good so let's uh let's talk about 999 since we got you here uh i got some little back story some history on the game and that is it came out, I love this. Oh, before we begin, I want to point out, there's a lot of, this game, it's all about the number nine, right? You see it, it shows up in everything, all these puzzles. It's all based around the number nine. And um, this, I would like to point out, is our 29th CC Portable game. Nice. What's the digital great. root of 29? Uh, be two. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Um... Yeah, I got really good at digital. By the way, if you're a fan of math, this game <laughs> is for you. But we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. So this was the 29th CC Portable game. Uh, we're playing it. What was there? Was another nine in there? 29. 
Well, anyway, whatever. If I think of it, I'll say it. This game came out December 10th, 2009. How crazy is that? You know, like that? I wonder if they planned that. Like, did like was it ready a year before? And they were like, wait, let's wait until December and release it in 2009. It's possible. I like to think that. It was followed by two sequels. This was the first, and it was followed really? by Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward, which was okay, released that, in that 2012. I, saw. I didn't know there was another one, though. And then Zero Time Dilemma, released in 2016, so just a couple of years ago. Well, you know what systems those were released for? Uh, the, let's see. I know you can get them on the Vita and the PS4 okay. for sure. Might be some other ones like Steam and stuff, but for sure on, on the PlayStation ones so it's a it's a trilogy you know which (laughs) three is a multiple of nine did they plan that are they going to make nine of these games in total i haven't played the other games i have no idea but as you can see the number nine is all over this game and like i said if you're into math this game is probably for you would you i want to talk about what the game is before we get into our discussion about our thoughts on the game Okay. I was not I wasn't really sure what to expect with this game. Yeah, me either. I had no idea. I would knew it was a puzzle s- game, but that was about it. Yeah, I knew it was a puzzle game too, but I would almost argue and I've never played one of these before. Is this a vir- or a visual novel visual game? Novel. Is uh, that Yeah, I I would I would say yes with um it was like a not really a point and click adventure, but it's kind of a mix between a point and click adventure and a visual novel because you do in a puzzle game yes you do a lot of reading in this game a lot yeah of reading and i've never played a visual novel game so i have no frame of reference maybe you guys can out there in cartridge club world can tell me is this a visual novel game because if it's not what is a visual novel game it would it would have to be because um yeah just the sheer amounts of reading and the way the the game flows it 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 reads like a or it plays almost like you're in a book exactly so let's let's just describe the game as best we could i'm going to throw it to you first matt bandy can you describe 999 (laughs) so this was a bit kind of a concern of mine because the story of this game is so huge that I was like, how are we going to talk about this story without being, um, you know, three, four hour long podcast and, um, you know, doing a a good job of explaining all of the, uh, of the characters and the plot. And, um, it's almost like I could explain it kind of like a choose your own adventure book a little bit because the choices that you make in the game um, will change somewhat the story and the, the outcomes more so the endings than, than uh, anything else. You're pretty much set to uh, um, kind of a, um, a certain pathway um, depending on the the choices that you make kind of no matter what you the choice that you make you always end up in a certain spot but um you'll learn different things about the story throughout the way but 
the choices that you make in the game have a bigger impact on the ending of the game. This is so hard to <laughs> let me let me let me take a crack at this. So to, to break it down in simple terms, to get back to the visual novel thing we're talking about, you're you're reading this story, and then it is interspersed throughout the game with these puzzles. Uh, and then you figure out the puzzle and you get to the next part of the story and then you'll do a big chunk of reading. You'll make some choices. And as Matt said, the, the choices along the way kind of determine the path you're going to take throughout the game, of which there are many paths and there are multiple endings to this game. I think there's six in total. It, and, yeah. At least. And depending on which you know path you choose, that's kind of the ending you're going to get. And that's to, to break the game down in the, the simplest terms that's what you should expect expect to read a lot and do some puzzles some logic puzzles some visual puzzles you know word puzzles all, all sorts all types of variations on puzzle i would compare it to uh if you're familiar with resident evil the puzzles in resident evil are very similar to the puzzles in this game I, I thought where you gotta you gotta get this and then combine it with this so that you can open this to get that to uh get one piece and then you got to go do a bunch of other puzzles to get all these pieces so you can put all those pieces together to finish this and unlock this door you know you're getting yeah, keys it, and all sorts right. of items and that's where the point and click comes in right you almost um you there's the room itself is kind of a big puzzle and you break it down until you get into the the um the more um logic puzzle or the mm -hmm. more um, specific yeah. puzzle yeah you kind of uh compartmentalize each little puzzle within the grander scheme of things right so do, do you want to try to try to kind of describe the the story or talking about yeah the, the yeah so that's, game and... that's kind of what the game is from a playing standpoint right uh, from a story standpoint it is nine people who wake up on this sinking ship and they're told that they need to escape within nine hours and if they don't they're gonna die that's the very baseline simple story each right. character is you know varied and different in their own unique ways they all have different personalities you're one of these characters you play uh you know junpei is the lead character and you each have a number one through nine and that is going to determine which path you can take depending on uh, who you choose to take with you because not everyone not all of these characters go with you on this journey you're kind of split up into little mini groups throughout the game and then you reconvene and break up again and reconvene and break up and you get to kind of choose who you go with based on your numbers because you need to have certain numbers to open certain doors and only that number can go through that door so there's nine main doors in the game there's plenty of doors but there's nine door main doors that you want to get to you want to get to door number nine each, each of those that. doors that have a number are one of the puzzle rooms essentially correct yeah um and that's i mean do, do we need to say much more than that i'm sure throughout our discussion we'll we'll bring up some stuff but that's kind of the bare bones essentials of it right yeah that's uh that's a, probably the perfect uh, baseline explanation of the game because it's it's pretty in depth. It's a it's a it's a long story. 
It is. And, uh, it would be Im- impossible for us to. It would um, take forever. It, yeah. Unless this is a portable episode. Reading off a right. This isn't CC of... Prime. Yeah. We only have so much time here. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Matt. Have you ever done an escape room? No, but um, oddly enough, um, my uh, company that I work for, we decided to do that for our Christmas party this year. So, well, you're gonna um, have a blast, and yeah. You got a great little tutorial with this game because this is what it's like yeah. doing in an escape room. Yeah, I think I'll have a, uh, an advantage uh, when it comes to it this time. So for any of you out there who've ever done an escape room, this game is essentially, you know, four, five, six escape rooms all yeah. crammed together in a, with a, a story. Uh, I have done a few escape rooms. Um, not a whole lot. I did one. And usually escape rooms have a theme to them. Sometimes it takes place in a single room. Sometimes it takes place in multiple rooms. I've done both. Uh, I did a single room one that was like a detective, like a 1940s detective story. So you had to, you were in a, like a detective's office and you had to do all these puzzles around the room. Uh, and the ultimate goal was to get into a safe in the wall. And that, that was like how you beat the you escape the room as you get inside the safe or whatever. And, uh, I did not, we did, my team did not, we did that for my friend's birthday. We did not escape that room. That was the very first one I ever did. And that one was incredibly difficult. The puzzles in that were like Einstein level. You had to be a genius for some of these. I don't know how people did that one. And it was rated as a nine or a 10 out of 10 as far as difficulty. Uh, I did one that was like a, uh, this was a double room one. So you started in one room and then you went to another room and it was, uh, you were in like a, uh, kind of like a Gothic mansion type room. And then you got into a dungeon for the second half. That was fun. We did escape that one. And then I did a resident evil oh. escape room. Speak of the devil. That one had like four, I think four rooms in it. You did like a mansion room. You did a police station room. You did a laboratory room. And then I, th- think there was one other room uh, did they progressively get harder as you went along you know i didn't i actually thought that it was it was to coincide with the release of resident evil 7 when that came out a few years ago okay. and i actually thought that one was fairly easy as far as compared to the other escape rooms i had done it was a lot of fun because it was resident evil inspired mm-hmm. so i got all those references and stuff uh, but anyway i digress this game is a bunch of escape rooms. So if you're into that, you'll like that. But before we talk about that, uh, let's go back to the novel part of it. Okay. Because you are going to read a lot. Matt, how do you, how, how how much reading do you think there is in this game time-wise? I for my first playthrough, I would say if it's either more or equal to the amount of gameplay, like the amount of time I'm reading is almost as much if not more than the amount of time I'm doing solving the puzzles because even when you're when you're solving the puzzles and doing the rooms you're still the story is still going on you're still interacting with the characters in the room and they're still giving you um, clues and the story is always progressing even when you're playing the game so yeah it's uh and um, uh, when I've first started up the game and not realizing that it was a a, a visual novel um started playing and 
when you get into the game, you the first room you're you they kind of throws you right to the action. You're right into um, playing the game. So I thought that's the way it was going to be until when you first meet up with everybody. That's really when the story kicks in. That's when I realized, hey, I've been reading for almost an hour here and I haven't gone into another room yet. So that's kind of when I realized, okay, this is what this game is going to be like. And and I was I was cool with it. I liked it. How in in one playthrough because there's multiple endings. Yeah. Uh, in in just one playthrough, how long would you say, on average, a, a playthrough was in total? This is puzzles and everything. I don't I don't, I don't know. I, did, I I didn't. It didn't keep track of how long I played the game. I'd probably have to go back and look on my on my DS and see how how long I logged into playing it. But uh, can you check that? Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna can... I'm gonna I'm gonna look mine up right now. So granted, I've I played never... through it done that before yeah i played through it twice oh. and after you finish the game the first time where do you go to let me i think it's under the uh settings settings actually hang on maybe we're gonna figure this out no go to the uh are, are you on your ds or 3ds 3ds okay there should be an icon that says uh, activity activity log. You see here. Oh, okay. Hold on one that? sec. I'm going back to the home screen. Activity log. What is the is it that one? Activity and, log. Got it. Yeah, you can go to software library. I didn't know this existed. This is great. We're yeah. figuring this right out right now. Software yeah, library. Cool. Oh my goodness. <gasps> New titles have been added. Oh my gosh, it, it's adding so many titles. <laughs> okay, so the okay, so for mine, my total time played was twenty hours, and I played sixteen times. My average play time was um, over, a little over an hour. You played how many times? Sixteen. 16. Oh, dude, this is crazy because we have very similar numbers. My yeah. total playtime was 18 hours and 31 minutes. Huh. Uh, I played 14 times, and my average playtime was an hour and 19 minutes. Mine was an hour and 12. That's wild. So we, yeah. so you played longer than me. I did, yeah. And Which is interesting. Which is interesting because how many endings did you do? I did two. I got two endings. I, I did got four the... endings. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, well, okay. Let's let's put that on hold for a second. We'll get, we'll get back to that. Maybe you're a little bit smarter than me, Curtis. I don't know. I don't want to jump to any conclusions. We'll leave that up to the audience. Because I got to admit, when I first I, – I looked through the, rule of the uh, instruction manual for some reason before I started playing the game, and it was talking about the digital roots and the math, and I was like, oh, Oh crap! Like, you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm a smart person, but with numbers, sometimes yeah, you're, I, you're like a doctor. Well, I'm not. A, I'm. A, I'm a therapist. I'm a physical therapist, but uh, still, you got a um, degree in yeah, something. I did, and the uh, the numbers uh, was a little intimidating at first to me, but uh, there's not. It doesn't. 
a lot of the puzzles don't rely heavily on math. There's some that definitely are very math heavy, mm -hmm. but uh, they do a good job of explaining the whole digital root uh, thing. And um, you have a calculator in the game, which helped. But uh, that that for me, that was a lot of the hardest puzzles were the the very math heavy ones. But uh, yeah, we can talk about the puzzles for a sec. Yeah, yeah the um, it is, there there is a lot of math stuff. I I'm not a math guy at all i it's like probably my worst subject in life okay. i suck yeah. at math okay Same. but i i actually didn't struggle with this game as much as i thought it i would i thought the math was pretty general and just overall with the puzzles i i never felt i was challenged that much you know some of them took me a little while to figure out but I never had to look online to figure something out. I never got frustrated to that point where I was like, all right, I'm going to, I got to look this up. I was able to figure out everything. Okay. There was two puzzles that I had to look up um, just because it was taking me one. I just didn't get. And the other one, like I could have gotten, but it would have taken me a very, very long time to figure out. Did before, you play the... before we go any further? I think we okay. should. I want to aim for light spoilers in this one. Okay, that's because I, I don't think it's fair to for anyone who hasn't played it to really spoil the big stuff. But we have to be able to talk about the game for a little bit, so we might spoil right. some stuff. But I, just for honestly, you and I, I think it would be hard to give like big. It would be easy to avoid big spoilers. Um, I don't think any of the 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 puzzles were really be spoiler heavy no no uh so with that said i'm sorry i interrupted you go ahead um i was going to ask you if you played one of the puzzles that took place in the boiler room did you did you do i was that in the boiler room oh i know what you're talking about so it's like a, a grid of nine and you have to light up like is that the all where you have to light up a l l and a l l and there's two that aren't lit up and you have to light up no. all the rest. No, that that's that. That's funny you said that because that was another. That was the other puzzle. I I just I couldn't figure that out. Oh, how that works. I know the one. Is this the one where you got to add everything up to fifteen? Is that where you take the little? There's a there's the little an F? key. So you you have all like these. Yeah, why don't you just explain it? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like these. They're not kind of keys. They're like long um, pins pins that you place in this computer and that I, that was a puzzle on my first playthrough um i remember that but and, it's these puzzles they're all blending together right now yeah it was it was another one where you had to add certain numbers up to add to a certain number yeah. and um yeah i just my brain does not work that way <laughs> it's so hard for me to figure that out yeah so that i i that one i looked up and the, the other one that you were talking about that that which is at the very it's towards the very near end, the of, end. The, of, of the game, yeah, yeah. Uh, there but was all the, all, all the other ones I, I was able to to work through. So some were harder than others, but um, I, I felt the you know the the challenge was was pretty fair and uh, it wasn't like impossible to figure out. Yeah, I mean even even the ones I struggled on, I'm like I know what I'm supposed to do here. I just can't you know my brain just doesn't work that way right yeah so this game has multiple endings right yeah. for some reason i think there's is, is it nine endings 
no, that it's make six sense? because it's six? On, okay. on the save screen, it's it as you unlock each ending, you get a photo, and right. when you replay the game, you can see what you've done. Yeah. Right. And there's six blocks there. Oh, there's six blocks there. So okay. let's talk about this for a sec because I got to get this off my chest. So I play through the game the first time. I'm not going to – I don't want to know anything. I'm going into this game blind. Like somehow I've avoided all spoilers. I know nothing about this game. I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. I go in. I'm like I'm just going to play it through and just – I'm going to try and get you know, the best ending I can. I'm going to play it as if I were in this game, right? Well, I did that. I got the worst ending in the game. It – I okay – now that that being said i haven't gotten two of the endings of the game so they might be worse i'm pretty sure this was the worst ending of the game it do you want to talk about what ending you got or what uh i'll give the the rough gist of it without spoiling too much because i'm curious because the ending the first ending you got i didn't get that ending and i didn't look up any of the other endings right well this ending was you talking about choose your own adventure books this was always the one you were like "Ah, dang it i gotta go back a few choices (laughs) and like do something else because it's the one that like cuts off ends early you don't get any answers and in the case of this story everyone died everyone died everyone died are you okay can you say how they died well i would just i entered a room and like three people were dead i went into another room three more people were dead and then i found another dead person and another dead person and then all of a sudden there's like a shadow behind me and i'm dead Oh, excuse me. <laughs> that that's fine. Because of tech. Um, was that the axe ending? That was the sub ending. Sub ending. Okay. So you find you like know? a submarine, like to what? escape or something. Yeah, you find like a little submarine that you can escape on, but before you can get to it, sorry, spoilers, guys. This is not the best ending, so don't worry. This is the worst ending. You get everyone dies. You don't see Include- who, you don't see who it was. Yeah. So story wise, so, so you you don't know who killed. I don't. You, you don't know who killed you because do you have an idea? Of, like maybe no idea. No idea. Truth? Okay. A- especially after seeing the true ending, I'm like, who? Because of how the story plays, I was like, who could have done that? Yeah. Maybe someone was faking that. To, I have no idea. But so that was the first ending I got, and I was like, oh. how how far into the game? Uh, how how many like um, rooms? I, I think did I you, did. Did you did you find the ninth door? Yeah. Oh nope. Nope. No. Okay. So nope. it was it was a shorter playthrough then. It it would have been right before you found the ninth door. Okay. That's where it ended. Yeah. So okay. I was kind of disappointed because I was like, oh well, I guess I got the worst ending. This blows. <laughs> like, yeah. if I were actually playing this game, like I suck at this. Apparently. It's funny because you told me that, and then soon after I finished my first playthrough, and I was like, I don't know, my ending was pretty bad too. Now, but, which ending um, did you have? Was your I original? got the safe ending, which is not first. that bad. That's like the... I know, and I didn't realize that until you told me. Until I read that you have to do that ending first to unlock to do the true ending. Oh, and we're gonna get to that in a second. Which I I don't know how I was lucky to just do that on my first playthrough. I got the ending you needed to do to. Um, uh, unlock the true ending that's uh that, that for me that's lucky that that happened so i didn't have to play through it as many times as you did to get the true ending very lucky because that ending that particular ending you can only get going one route some of the endings right. you can get 
going different routes like you can get the axe ending or the knife ending like three different ways but the safe ending which is a requirement to get the best ending you have to get the safe ending first which so you're gonna have to play the game twice that's that's kind of that's i don't have many gripes with this game that's kind of one of them the fact that on your first playthrough you can't get the true ending yes but when you play the story, it makes it does. Sense. Cut, it does. It definitely it does. Plays make sense. into but it. My my first ending. It was. I mean, I love the story of this game. I think this okay. that's one of its strong suits. Okay. It can be kind of confusing. It's a little convoluted. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like this confusing pseudoscience that they use. Yeah. But um, I enjoyed the story. I thought you know, the character development was great. Yeah. And so it was all this buildup until the ending that I got was so anticlimactic. And I was like, what? I didn't figure anything out. There wasn't like that payoff of like the uh, um, of a, understanding what no. happened. Like you don't get that sense of, oh, okay. You, you you get know, a you get a like nice you, you ending, a climactic yeah. ending, Cl- and yes, you, you beat the villain and all that stuff, but you don't get any answers. And honestly, had I this not been a game of the month, and I knew that I was going to be on this podcast, I'd probably be like, eh, well, I probably won't play that again, or I'll just look up and see what the you know, the other the real ending was. But I'm I am glad that I I played through it again a second time, and it makes sense with the true ending on why you have to play it again. But it's just, it was kind of a bummer that. Yeah, I, I can I sympathize mean, with that. I can say, I, yeah. I understand that. Cause Do you get what I'm saying. It's like the game ghosts and goblins where you gotta, to get the real ending, you gotta play yeah. the game, the exact same game twice. Right. Which is just well, stupid. Yeah. But the, the game does have something to where you can kind of speed through a lot of the dialogue that you've already seen before. Yeah. But you can't you can't, can't skip, skip the puzzles through because some of those puzzles that you do are integral to the storyline. Choices that you make inside those puzzles will determine whether you get the the true ending or not. There's these there's four different story checks that you have to answer correctly or say a certain phrase to unlock the true ending. So that's essentially why you can't just skip through the puzzles that you've already done before, because some of those puzzles um, have those choices in them. I have a feeling if someone is listening to this podcast and has never played the game, oh, they're not <laughs> we're like just talking, talking about. gibberish right now. It makes yeah. no sense. This is for the people who have played it. So there's yes. multiple endings. I got the worst one right away. You got actually a fairly good one. So then I decided to play it again. And I was aiming for the true ending. Well, I didn't realize. And at this time I was using a guide because I wanted to see the true ending. I wanted to know the exact route I had to take. I used that same guide on my second playthrough. But I didn't realize is you had to get a different ending before you could get the true ending. So I went all the way through to get the true ending and if you don't have the necessary requirements, it gives you kind of this like to be continued ending, which is just lame. This blue blue balls ending, right? Yeah. So I'm okay. <laughs> now I played through the game twice, and I still didn't get 
like a satisfying ending to me. So I was like, all right, I figured out, okay, I got to go through and get the safe ending first. So I go through and I play the game a third time. And mind you, like you said, you can skip through huge chunks of dialogue, which if you wouldn't, if you weren't able to do that, I'd be like, screw this. I'm, I'm not doing this. It is a bummer that you have to go through the puzzles again. But once you know what to do, it's you can get through the puzzles pretty right. fast. Right. Um, so th- that wasn't a big issue. So I go through. I get the safe ending. And it's finally it, – we're getting close to, to having to do this podcast. This is like a few days ago. And I'm like, all right. I, I think I'm going to just try and rush through this thing and get the true ending. Well, when you go through the true ending – there's there's like a whole another half of the game that you haven't played yet. Yeah. We're talking a lot of time. That 18 hours that I played, I bet yeah. six of that were easily the just the true ending from where you cut off at the store the you know natural ending from all the other endings yeah. to the final ending. A lot. Yeah. And I literally we haven't talked about this yet. I literally just finished the true ending five minutes before we got on this podcast. Did I not? You did. You and Confirmed. you. And I'll give it to you, Matt Bandy. You really kind of you were cheering me on, like to to finish it. You were really, you know. Uh, yeah, because I, I knew how how different the the true ending was from what you've gotten, and I'm like, he has got to get the true ending so we can talk about this and. And try to hash this out and understand what the hell happened. Yeah. So let's talk about the ending. So I, I want to. Oh, go, sorry. So when kind of go back to what you were saying about how um, when I thought I was at the end of the game, I, I got to a point where I, I started playing and I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this tonight. I, I see that I'm in the last room and I'm going to knock it out. So I started around nine o'clock, uh, four or five nights ago. And I'm like, okay, this, this should be maybe, you know, an hour or so. I started at nine o'clock. I finished the game at one o'clock in the morning. That's insane. I never, I never stay up that late, <laughs> but you were the, determined. The sort, I was determined. And I, and the story was, you know, it was keeping me engaged. So um, I just kept on going and kept on going. And then when I thought I was done with puzzles, I'm like, God, what time is it? It's like one o'clock in the morning and it's getting to the climax. And I see kind of where the story is going. I'm like, oh, are they going to have me do another puzzle? I mean, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, no, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then here you go, Matt, one o'clock in the morning, do a Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> so and i was like nope <laughs> so i went and uh, looked at I, I looked up the answer real quick and uh and i inputted and i put all the answers in because i i am not gonna spend three hours doing this stupid sudoku puzzle which i hate sudoku puzzles by the way i input i i just i i got the solution put it in and then maybe read for another 45 minutes of text afterwards and went to bed that's hilarious. So you, so, so I thought yesterday that I had finished the game and I just needed to finish reading it. I was just getting tired reading and you text me and you were like, where are you at? What's happening in the story? And I text you back where I was and you're like, oh, nobody. No. Yeah. 
you still got more to do. You got another yeah, puzzle I going. I was cracking up because I was I was thinking the same thing. I was in the same boat you were. I was like, man, I hope he likes Sudoku. <laughs> so I'm like, what? There's more. This is insane. Mm-hmm. And yes. So spoiler alert for the true ending. The final puzzle ends up being a Sudoku puzzle, which of course plays into the whole nine number motif. Yeah, yeah which is great. I was, I, I was so tired at that point. I a lot of that stuff kind of. Now that you're mentioning, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, nine Sudoku. Yeah, All right. And now we haven't talked about this yet because we were t- kind of talking before. I was like, hey, we got to hold off recording the podcast for you know like an hour because I got to finish this. Game. I'm gonna try and finish the game. And you're like, well, you got this puzzle to do. Da, da. And you and you told me you're like, just look up the answer, just put it in, yep. like get done with it. And 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 you didn't tell me it was a Sudoku puzzle, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get to the puzzle. I'm gonna just see what it is because I didn't really have trouble with any of the puzzles before that. I was like, I want to see what it is, see if I can do it on my own. And if I feel like it's gonna take me too long, then I'll I'll just get the answers so I can finish it and we can do the podcast. And I get to the Sudoku puzzle, and I thought it was hilarious because I didn't, you didn't tell me what it was. I I wanted to so bad, and I was like, "Of course, it's Sudoku. What the? Okay." And it's like, it's a very like tense moment too. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, here, do this." You know, when I think of Sudoku puzzles, I think of like, you know, old people drinking coffee, reading their paper, (laughs) leisurely doing a Sudoku. I'm like, and this is a very like. You know, life or death. In life the story, you have like six yeah. minutes to do it. You know. Yeah. So, and the main character Junpei is supposed to be this like puzzle wizard. Like he's so good at figuring out all these puzzles, and so he's like, "I'll figure it out." I've never done a Sudoku puzzle in my life. Oh, ever, really? <laughs> ever. Yeah. But I do know from the ones I've seen, this Sudoku, this particular one, they give you more starting numbers than most Sudoku puzzles do. Oh, okay. That had quite a few on there you know i yeah. would say maybe like uh an eighth or maybe a ninth of them are filled in it's like a, it's a good okay. chunk because it had been geez uh, maybe 15 years since i've done a sudoku puzzle i remember doing them when they first came out they were kind of real popular and they were in the the chicago sun times every single day yeah. and i would do them at, at work and uh i i um the last time I ever did one, I I got to the I had thought I had solved it, and I got to the very last block and realized I screwed up, and I got pissed, and I've never done one since, <laughs> and I never will do one. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, Sudoku. Mm. That's hilarious. So I get to this Sudoku puzzle, having never done a Sudoku puzzle in my life to completion. Did you did you did you solve it in like two minutes without looking up the answer? Three minutes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I got it oh, in nice. three That's minutes. Funny. And and I I wanted to text you right away and be like, <laughs> dude, I figured it out like right away. That's good. Because I, I mean, I honestly, I didn't even attempt. I just looked at it. I was like, nope. It, it, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Again, this is like the first Sudoku puzzle I've ever done. And I believe yeah. they give you more of it to figure out than Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even, like, th- now that you mentioned that, a lot of the numbers were filled in. And had I attempted to, but the fact that it was one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, you uh, just wanted to get. Back. I had to get up to go to work the next morning, and. Uh, but again, look, I, I'm not here to lord my knowledge and superior wisdom over you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. That that, you know, I, that we'll leave that up to the audience. Oh, you know. Curtis Sudoku Frizel. Look, I all I'm saying is, you know. The facts are the facts. It took me three minutes to do it. You you looked it up and you cheated. So I mean, it's not even a good comparison. You know, it's just all about 
puzzle ethics. Um, I think you're better than me. I, I don't think I'm better at, 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 than you at all. That's don't let's not. Okay. <laughs> Sudoku. I beat the game. No, that that's that's. I got I'm, the I'm true proud, ending. I'm glad that you did. And it it really did feel like an accomplishment. Um, yeah, this game is out of control, but I don't think we're really going to get down to the nitty gritty until we really, Matt, shut up. I got a, I got a thing. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get down to the real nitty gritty until you answer the three questions of doom. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, Matt Bandy? Uh, I'm ready. All right. Question. Number one, is this a good portable game? Yes, and I will tell you why it's a good portable game. Mm-hmm. I used to have the thought that a good portable game had to be a quick pick-up-and-play game, but I've kind of thrown that idea out the window. Thrown it out. Um, thrown it out. So I think this is a great portable game for uh, just the fact that you're playing on the this game lends itself very well to the DS, the layout of the DS. So um, with the use of the stylus, the way the puzzles are set up, how you the story is still going on in the top screen, but you're still doing the puzzle on the bottom screen. So I don't think this could be... It, could be, um, it lends itself great to the platform. So that's why I think this is a great portable game. Portable games, to me, anymore, don't have to be a... Uh, a pick up and play a quick thing um so but yeah this was a, this was a great portable game and, it, and it's it's like you're reading a story really you're like you're reading a book so you can save anytime you want to yeah so just like in a book like you put a little uh your bookmark in and close it and come back to it when you want to i'm i'm a little 50 50 on it if it, whether it is or not because i agree everything you just said i agree with mm-hmm. However, I feel to really dig deep into it and to get the investment emotionally out of it that I believe the designers would want, you kind of need a little bit longer than just a short. You can't pop in for five minutes here and there really with this game right? and then go about your day and come back to it hours later because it's so detail-oriented and detail-specific that you need to kind of have that fresh in your head while you're going through it. Right, and you can see like – in our average playtimes, how how much was your average playtime? Like an hour. An hour. And, yeah, so that was relatively mine too. So I didn't have very many quick sit down and okay, I'm going to play through for a couple minutes. And I'm kind of the same way when I'm reading a story, which is kind of how I looked at this. Yeah. Um, and I like that the playing on the 3DS kind of gives you a little more. It's almost like a little more intimate than if you were playing on a console because you have it close to you. Sure. And it's almost like you're, especially with this game, it's like you're reading a story. So I think that is maybe another reason why I thought this was a good a good portable game. Because right. of the, just the, the yeah, the, the closeness. Well, that, that, was, that was the easy question. That was the softball question. Okay. Question number two is where it really starts ramping up. And here is question number two. Should this game belong in your collection? Uh, I would say yes, and um, 
just for the 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 storytelling and the uh, um, the entertainment of the, of the I think it's a, it's a good game. It might not be for everybody, but uh, I would say rec- I, I would recommend this game. I'm gonna say no. No, why? why I'm gonna say it no? shouldn't belong in your collection. That doesn't mean you shouldn't play it. Okay. Here's what I would suggest: pick up the game, play it. Get everything you want out of it. Get one ending. Get all six. I don't care. Have your experience. And then gift it to someone else. Yeah. You know what? That That's that's a good answer. Because I, I don't see myself going back playing this game. Yeah. Me neither. But uh, the, I, I do, don't I, regret what I've done. Right. I do reread a lot of my favorite stories from time to time. Um, but... What yeah, are some of your favorite stories you reread? I'm just to go off on a little side tangent here. <laughs> I want to um, know. No, um, The Hobbit, oh. um, uh, Lord of the Flies, I've read many times. Um, what else? Jeez, put me on the spot. Um, a couple of. Uh, um, Playgirl articles? Oh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> Harry, I've, <laughs> I've reread the Harry Potter series a few times. Um, Notice I said Playgirl. Yeah. I, I got that. Wait, did you say some of the Harry Potter? No, I I said I've read the Harry Potter series a few times. Oh, okay, the whole series. Um, I thought you like randomly went back to like, you know, I'm gonna just reread Goblet of Fire. <laughs> like, can you do that? Can you jump into the middle and then jump back out? If you've read this, I think so. If you've read the uh, the series before, yeah. Um, and same with the uh, books by Robert E. Howard, the Conan uh, creator. Those Conan stories. Oh yeah, I reread you know, those. Yeah, I never, I never read one, but I believe you. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. I kind of struggled with the uh, with that answer there. If I would recommend having this in your game collection, but that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've I've kind of come to the conclusion that some games are worth playing, but not keeping. Right. You know, and I uh, I'm not going to change the question because. I'm too much of a traditionalist, but I will pull out this answer every now and again from here on out, I think. Yeah. So there you go. And our final question of the three questions of Doom. Out of five, five being perfect. You know what? No. We're going we're gonna to buck tradition for this one. I know I just said I'm a traditionalist, but for this game, I'm throwing tradition out the window on a scale... From zero to nine. Oh, Curtis. Nine being perfect. How would you rate this game? Well, had this been your original rating, I would have given it four out of five. That's not no no, that's not what I'm I, it's on a scale of nine now. I know, but there's no I'm just saying you what I had my answer already lined up to well, go. Well, don't expect anything when you come on CC Portable, Matt Bandy, because we so only would, do the unexpected here. I would give it except a except for seven, all the traditional stuff. A seven point five. You son of a bitch. You so would if you if you if, oh, if you are breaking tradition here, I'm gonna add a half star. Oh, you know I hate half stars, but I know I understand your logic. You're going to give it a 7.5, huh? I'll just bump it up to an 8. Oh, what? Okay, 8? Yeah, I, I, you know, I really like the story. 
it was confusing. Was. It's, it's confusing to me, and there's still some of it I don't understand completely. But I like the characters. I thought it was funny. I thought it was well written. The humor was good. Um, and I also read that it wasn't like a, a direct uh, translation of the Japanese text. I think there was uh, whoever did the um, oh really what do they call that the uh, the, the the region. Uh, Translation or what? Yeah, um, they, they kind of wrote their own. Yeah, you know, they they stuck to the the script, but they uh, they did their own, you know, their own uh, humor and jokes that uh, yeah, I guess maybe a little more friendly to you know English speaking or the North North right. American crowd. Fair enough. Well, yeah. I am going to give it a seven point five because I thought that was uh, right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> This game just feels like a 7.5 to me. Uh, I did like it. I thought the story was good. And and I I don't know. It was just a little convoluted. And I thought in a mystery game like this, I felt there was too... If this were a movie, for say, you know, you you want the audience to be able to... If you watch a movie the second time, like let's, for, for example, let's say The Sixth Sense. You know, there's the big twist at the end. But once you know the twist, it's fun to go back and rewatch the movie again and see all the little things that were the clues along the way right. and be like, oh, man, I was there the whole time. I don't know if that's necessarily there with this game. Like if you would yeah. go back and play it, there's stuff that's revealed really late in the game that you're like, well, that's out is out of nowhere. Like yeah. they, there's nothing about that earlier on. You know what I mean? Although and, I, I did kind of guess at the beginning of the game who zero was and uh, so for did some I. Re- yeah i'm like oh maybe i bet that person but just, is, is really zero let's leave it at that but i, I did yeah. too and i was also correct so yeah not saying that we're equally smart right now you know because i still think there's lots of evidence that one of us is smarter than the other but i we <sighs> right now we were the same yeah <laughs> So that's our three questions I'm, I'm of Doom. I'm the smarter one. Okay. That's our three questions of Doom, and that means we are done with 999. Uh, I would. This is normally the part that I would uh, talk about some other games to play. And I did throw a question out to Twitter on what are some other great games with multiple endings. Um, I don't know if I hit it on a bad time or a weekend. I've been out of town and uh, the timing is all off. So I didn't get a whole lot of responses, but we're also running really long on this podcast right now. So I'm going to throw it out to you guys right now. Uh, Come on Twitter and tell me some great games with multiple endings, you know, because uh, I kind of, I'm kind of in the mood for another one of those right now. I'd like to play something, you know, I, I, the first thing that comes to mind for me is like the original resident evil when depending on what you do you get a different ending you either fight the tyrant you don't fight the tyrant you know who's in the helicopter at the end that i always think of that because every time i play that game really every time i play that game i always seem to get the ending where you don't fight the tyrant so it's like you don't get a final boss fight and it's the lame ending and i don't know what i'm doing wrong it drives me nuts but anyway multiple endings you guys out there on twitter do your thing. Let me know. And let Matt know. Yeah, let me know. And with that, now we are officially done with 999. So we need to get talking about what's coming up in the Cartridge Club in the coming months because it is a doozy. Oh, my God. I need to look what's coming up in the other uh, Cartridge Club. 
games. And this is a great moment to point out while I'm doing this that you can find out all you need to know at cartridgeclub.org. It's a great little website where you can jump on the forums or go to the Discord and join along and talk with us in the community. You don't have to just listen to this podcast. You can go out there. You can talk with everyone, meet friends, and just like the rest of us, uh, you'll soon be a part of the club. That being said, let's see what's coming up in Cartridge Club Prime in the coming months. So they just polished off for their spooky game of the month, Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Good game. Never played it. Have you played that one, Matt? I was on the podcast, Curtis. Oh, you're doing double. You're double dipping this month. Double dipping. Oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah, you, no. you double dip the chip. You dip the chip, and then you dip the can. <laughs> Take one dip and end it. Uh, how was that podcast? Was that was that was fun? Is it worth yeah, checking that's out? Good. That's yeah. That's one of my favorite NES games of all time. I Ooh, love that game. And it's very very nostalgic for me. And yeah, I w- that was fun to be a part of that one because um, I. I it's, I recently just finished it um, a few months before I knew it was going to be a, a game of the month. So, cool. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I love that game. Well, Season 7 of uh, CC Prime is really shaping up to be a good one. I'm liking everything I'm seeing here. Next month, November, or rather this month, November 2019 is when you guys are going to be listening to this. Uh, we got Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. I've never played a single Metal Gear Solid game. I've uh, briefly played the one on the two on the NES, but that's about it. Have they done any other Metal Gear games? I feel like they probably did the original one, right? Oh, I don't think so. Oh yes, oh. they did the original Metal Gear Solid back in season one. Did they? Oh do... yeah. They never did For Metal the... Gear Solid two. That drives me nuts. Why would you do that? Well, anyway, that's what's coming up in the Cartridge Club. Then, of course, we have the. Quick Save Club, which is the newest club uh, as part of the Cartridge Club umbrella. And that's all, all about PC gaming. And uh, they have, they just polished off Seventh Guest, which I guess is kind of like an FMV game. Do you know anything about it's, that? Yeah, well, it's a puzzle game. It's uh, It was actually kind of a little bit similar to 999 in ah, the, well, there you the, go. the puzzles. Yeah. And then uh, this month, they're going to be playing Age of Empires. So I have nothing to add on that. I've never... I think that's an RTS. Probably. I'm not a PC yeah. guy. I'm sorry. Uh, but what I am is a portable guy, and we have some awesome games coming up in CC Portable. So obviously, we just polished off this. In November, we're going to be playing Aliens Infestation. Very excited about that. Uh, it's a game I've been looking forward to for years as well. Have you played this game before? No, I haven't. Uh, that's always been on my list to uh, to play, though. Well, I it think looks fun. I think this is going to be a hot one, so make sure you yeah. check that one out. Then in December, we got Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith for Game Boy Advance, and that was recommended to us by Ramvox all yeah, the way over in Japan. Talking about that. Yeah, it's a, a Star Wars beat 'em up. And it looks pretty fun. He is Mr. Beat 'em up. He is Mr. Beat 'em up. He knows. Uh, he knows how to beat 'em up. Anyway, January, we're gonna be playing. We're going mobile, like the Who song. I'm going mobile. You know that song? Going mobile. Yeah, it's yeah. a Who song. I know. 
So we're going to be playing, I haven't decided yet what mobile game, but I'm leaning towards one of the Nintendo ones. Uh, unless somebody really makes a case for something well, there's else. There's what, two of them? The, uh, well, there's Dr. The Mario one. Dr. Mario. The, uh, uh, there's the Mario, Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. Tour. And then uh, Mario Run. I'd like to do something that we can competitively do like the mario kart tour sounds fun because it's mario kart it's mobile and it's like a multiplayer thing i don't know if you can play with people you know or if it's random i don't think i don't think you can i think it's okay. all random okay same with dr mario yeah okay I, you know I, mm. either way i think it's time to check out a mobile game that's what we're going to be doing in january then in february we have our Who Do You Love poll. It's going to be either Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds on the 3DS or Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS. Do you have a, a preference there, Matt? Um, I would prefer to play a Link Between Worlds because I own that and I haven't played it. Really? I, yeah, because... I got it with the intention of, oh, we'll probably play it on, on CC Portable. And that, I've just been keeping it. Uh, a lot of these games, man, I'm, I'm keeping them in my back pocket for you, man. Well, that's great uh, but because... I did uh, I did play the Samus Returns when that, like on the launch. I got that on launch day. and uh, Sure. Yeah, I played that. That might have well, been before the, the, portable, uh, the, the CC Portable was in existence. Well, there can only be one winner, but to be honest, they're both winners. It doesn't matter which one gets picked. They're both amazing game. I've, I've played them both, and I can't wait to nice. talk about either one of them. Uh, so that's what's going to be happening in February. And then finally in March, we're going to be doing March Madness as always. And this year, or rather next year, we're going to be doing LCD games. So bust out your Game & Watches and your Tiger handheld electronics because that is going to be everything we're talking about in March. I got mine ready. What do you got? This is the Double Dragon 2. Oh, the Revenge. that is sexy. Yes. I, I got this uh, on Christmas morning, probably uh, 1988. I was wow. seven years old. This is mine from when I was a kid. Really? And it still yeah, works my, and everything? Still, it still works. Yeah. My mom brought this to me last time my folks were out on a visit. She's, she's found it in my room. Yeah. It's that's, crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think that is going to be that is shaping up to be one of our best March madnesses. Are you are you going to be able to do a, another bracket? That was so cool. I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to put it. A, that's that's a lot of LCDs, and this no, is the only one I own. Well, I'll tell you what. I loved the bracket idea. I'm going to put it out to you. That was fun. Put your thinking cap on. Maybe you can think of another creative way we can work in a bracket. It doesn't okay. have to just be you taking on the load. Like we can do a voting thing or I don't know something. You know. But that was really fun. Yeah, that was cool. So if you can come up with something, I don't know. Maybe maybe we could do that. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. You know? March that's the thing about March Madness. <laughs> we can just do anything that month. It's crazy. It's madness. It is. And that is it. So we are at the end, Matt Bandy. We're gonna do some plugs. I uh, obviously already plugged the cartridge club, but you can find me on Twitter at CC Portable Unite. Tell me what games you'd like to play. If you want to be on the podcast or anything in between, I am here to listen and I always respond. You can ask my 140 followers or however many I have. I don't know. 
<laughs> Ask any single one of them, and they'll tell you that. Matt, where can we find you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you got going on? Uh, you know, I don't have much of a social media presence, uh, but you can find me on Twitter occasionally. I go through phases uh, where I'm on a bunch and then not. But uh, I'm at xmattbandyx, and uh, yeah, you can find me there. Cool. Well, as always, it is a pleasure having you on. I'm sure we're going to have you on sooner rather than later. Cause, yes, thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. You got all these games in your back pocket. I feel bad you're saving them yeah. and then, you know. That's okay. It gives me, uh, you know, uh, I don't feel I have to rush to play a game. I can just wait. Be patient. Yeah, well, it's yeah. one of the virtues of a Jedi. Patience. Mm. So, With that, I'm going to leave it there and say thank you, Matt, for being here. And we will see you guys next month for Aliens Infestation. CC Unite. Unite.